What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. We are like a day or two away from Thanksgiving, feeling real festive and grateful <laughs> for everything that's happened this past year. All mm. the guests we've had on yeah. the podcast, all my co-hosts here. And speaking of co-hosts, we got Steffi Bake returning from her trip in Brazil. Um, rest in peace to your grandmother. Yeah, She was an actress, actually, in the mm -hmm. 60s and 70s in Korea, right? 50s. 50s yeah, uh -huh, in Korea. In 50s. And it was crazy because, you know, I went to Korea like two months ago. Mm. And we found that little piece of film that my grandma made. An archival there footage. There was one film left over. Yeah, it was archived. And just by chance, my mom found it. We've been looking. And I can't believe... Like my grandma just passed away last week, and she got to see that little piece of wow. like, yeah. Oh, put it on the, put it on the yeah, screen real quick. Talk about her. that black and white piece. Yeah, yeah just put it on right. the screen. Um, this uh, the the, the little video. clip. It's the, the one before. Left. Yeah, you don't need the audio, but the you, left. Just, yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. Wow, so, isn't that crazy? So that's your grandma right there. That's my grandma. Well, explain the scene. What's going on here? So this is like a philander. This man is a philandering poet, and he leaves his family. <laughs> I know, and uh, is tell basically comes back and tells his wife, who's like had just has a baby. You could see on her back she has the baby, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna leave <laughs> again." So yeah, that guy looks like, like a piece pissed. of shit. Yeah, he, he, does, he does. Right? That dude does. He's a yeah. He didn't. He doesn't care. He's, he's like, like, yeah, go ahead. Look at him. That's because he's antique a fuck, fuck boy right there. It's because he's an artist. <laughs> he's become an artist, yeah. and he's like, I gotta do my little thing. So, so this is an old is. version of a rapper's baby mama. <laughs> I always thought, you know. Look at that pose. You know that, what he's he is about. Such a piece of shit. He's a guy. piece of shit, dude. <laughs> oh, man. You don't know what he says, but anyways. That's yeah, amazing. This is an amazing clip. It's like really, this is history, right? I here. took a, I don't even know if I'm allowed to take it. I don't think I was supposed to film it. You I had to go to the museum secret. to get this footage, right? Yeah, but I wasn't. I took I took it on my phone and I like, I don't know. It's. That's but so it was crazy. just beautiful to see her act. She's always been very dramatic in my yeah. life. And so it was nice to be like, oh, it's because she was an actor. And I never really connected those things as like a reality that she acted like that was her job. Right. It was it was almost like once she got married, that was her her life. We never talked about her past this way as yeah. if she even had, you know, a real real it's crazy how like marriage, like older people, like they do incredible shit and never talk about it. Nah. Like this generation, like. Has to talk about the first shit that happened this <laughs> yeah. past weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And we got stunning. We got Rick Lee, the yes. other co host here. How you doing, Rick? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Still getting used to this new setup right now, mm -hmm. baby. Yeah, it's real cozy. A lot of, you know, a lot of collectibles and stuff. And speaking of collectibles, our special <laughs> guest today, Yay. somebody I met maybe 10 years ago, somewhere around that range. <coughs> wow. um, I've been following this stuff for a long time. And me, I'm a collector as well, um, specifically in Asian collectibles, Asian American mm. collectibles, magazines and mm. such. And this man really kind of helped curate a lot of these artists, has a store in Culver City, uh, various locations, I don't know if anymore, but his name's Eric Nakamura, co-founder nice. of Giant Robot. Woo. Let's go. How you doing, Eric? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming, man. And uh, the reason I invited you is there was a documentary just released on the magazine you started, Giant Robot, back in the early 90s. Yep. And uh, <laughs> this is the stuff that gets me going, all right? Because <laughs> it's like, I, it's it's Asian American history, Asian history. Yeah. Um, and 1994, uh, can you talk about like how the zine started? Uh, it started, uh, there was a whole different, man, landscape totally different. Right. Uh, internet 
no internet basically it's really <laughs> light you know right. it barely exists uh and then um there's punk rock zines and you know, zines were sort of in record stores that's where yeah. you could find them and it would be on the bottom shelf dusty dirty because no one wanted to buy <laughs> it even if right. it was two dollars nobody wanted to buy it so they'd all be wrinkled and stuff but that's the stuff that i was looking at and uh out there was some glossy magazines that were asian american you know they're just glossy kind and i'd look at them and be like god this is not for me mm. yeah right like you wouldn't be in those magazines they wouldn't you wouldn't, you wouldn't have made it right even now but there were they'd, they'd be like nope no nah, not this guy but there were zines <laughs> for, for specific subcultures and niche, niches right well at the time most of i was yeah, looking at yep. they were all punk rock zines yeah that's that's what i could find or you go to tower records uh they had a good zine section it'd be all like punk rock zines or something like that skate zines uh, not a lot but there were some they existed but they weren't a lot because mm. yeah. there were skate magazines already right, at that time right, right. but basically it was just there was just nothing like it and then um yeah just saw these glossy asian american magazines thought they were awful and i thought <laughs> well, okay i gotta start something because this is just hell like this is awful this is the interesting thing too because when i saw the documentary the existence of like other Asian American magazines. So there yeah. were Asian American magazines. Oh, yeah. And you just didn't like the type of shit I, they were covering. Much hate. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I hated it. Yeah. Thought it was well, awful. What was, what, was what, was, it? what was it? It was like, was it because it was just celebrity culture yeah. or what? But celebrities in 19, Asian American celebrities in 1994, <laughs> who was that? Yeah. It's like, Kelly, yeah, yeah. I think this of Asian Kelly guy who was in a Target commercial. <laughs> like, Maybe Kelly who? I think of the, Kelly. Yeah. And I think of like, um, I mean, you thought of one, you did yeah. one, one. Okay. Now there wasn't a lot, but yeah. if they were, they were, um, I don't know. They, they were either got to be really pretty, mm, right. a very handsome man, maybe, but, uh, otherwise it was just, there was very little and maybe it's the background player in this movie that right. barely gets a minute in right. it. Right. You know? And so, the fucked up thing about that is like, there's that, Asian yeah. people doing amazing shit in different areas behind yes. the scenes and all that yes i agree with you on that and i mean i'm a generation way after that but even in the early 2000s there was you know bullshit coverage on certain things yes i remember those it things. kept going yeah. yeah it did it did it's yeah still so, like this i just i just didn't like the idea of uh asian americans celebrating mediocrity mm. yeah and I, I just thought oh man there's so much stuff that's out there that's amazing and there's like leading men i guess you would say because there's like leading women here but then leading men in asia that they get no ink in America at all. Yeah. But I mean, they're the, they, you know, they are even women are on the covers of their DVD boxes. Yeah. Right. Mm. And it's just on the regular and they're really great. And I was thinking, oh, okay. So I kind of just blended all of it into one, you know, so some of it's Asian, some of it's Asian American. Mm. And uh, that's kind of what I kind of thought was, would be all right. Cause that's what I was into. Mm. Nah, it was dope. Cause there was yeah. stuff in the early uh, issues of your magazine that you had contributors that were talking about all sorts of stuff. Asian women talking about stereotypes and yeah. fetishizing like really early on yeah. and being really blunt about a lot of this shit yeah. and the punk rock groups, sumo culture, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were big on that. Yeah, I, I was I into it. I, I really saw that. That was a big thing. So giant robot was, there was this I, one person that's a, uh, I forgot he, he was a teacher. Uh, a professor at a college and he said for some reason giant robot always celebrated big things like big heavy <laughs> heavy people <laughs> big people or, there was always that's so a sumo wrestlers fit but there was always like there was an I, I tried to find the world's uh world's the country's tallest asian american person yeah yeah that, that was an example that was one that's article so the search and i found a, a dude who was six foot eleven and three quarters right he's born in america like american asian yeah. american guy and I, that was the tallest one i could find but that's an example it's like i was always looking for yeah. The extremes, you know. Like, what, were you? Um, did you grow up with a lot of Asians or Asian Americans in your neighborhood or your friends? Uh, it was both, right? So, 
uh, maybe at school, a lot of Asian Americans, but when I got home, uh, it was all like maybe white people in my mm. neighborhood, but it was a mix, right? Yeah. But, right. Uh, it, it was like a dichotomy because in school, it's like, you're like, okay, white friends, I'm going to hang out with the Asian American people yeah, over yeah. there. <laughs> I'm going to act like I don't know you for a minute. And then after school, <laughs> after school, it's like, okay, we're here we are like talking about metal and D and D and stuff. Right. Or yeah. there was a little bit of that too. So it's kind of like this weird, that was a weird upbringing. Yeah. So I mean, like, why couldn't we all be together in one, but we, for some, we couldn't. Well, yeah, you were going we to couldn't. UCLA That's at, later, but in yeah. 1994, right? And like, what was UCLA like? I mean, now there's still stereotype. Like there's a lot of Asians at UCLA, right? Yeah. Was there a lot of Asians during that time too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard to get in. I mean, it was one of those things. I was a transfer student. So I went to Santa Monica College mm. uh, for four years. So yeah. I, I spent my time there. But then, uh, uh, yeah, getting to UCLA, it was it was tough. Just like just like it is today. Yeah. And I snuck in kind of. I barely, you know, I should have What did been you there. study? I, I ended up doing East Asian Studies. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes sense that you've always been interested in like kind of keeping the culture I alive guess, out here. That was, and... the, but that was the easiest major for me to finish and get out. Was sort of <laughs> right. seriously, yeah. It, yeah. That was why I did that. Oh, Damn, that's cool. And and then um, I saw in the doc too that people were kind of noticing the zine coming up. People even in like the different parts of the country and stuff. Oh yeah, it was, I mean, we how, got it how got did that happen? How how did it get out there though? Pre internet. <laughs> Pre -internet. That's, that, that's, that's crazy. Interesting. To me. Uh, there's distribution like Tower. You know, like Tower oh. stores. Mm -hmm. They they would get it out there. Just a few distributors the hard way. You know, you ship it to somebody, then they ship it to a bunch of stores, and it was like that. But uh, that's just. It's you know, say it still operates the same way today. And yeah, end, if you make a zine, you want to get it out there. You have to get into a distributor, and they—it's just a crooked ass business. But yeah, and just I mean, like probably music, it's the same thing. <laughs> I, it's it's amazing because like some of the early contributors from um for Giant Robot, you know, OGs like Margaret Cho, yep, yep. Uh, David Cho, two Cho's, <laughs> yep, uh, 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 Daniel Wu, yeah, he um, he contributed for like ten years or something. Yeah, and he he was a you know. Uh, um, actor who went to Hong Kong and yeah. blew up over there. Huge superstar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like a list. And this there. was during that time where that all happened, right? Yeah, That's, yeah. And, and that was crazy. And there's like an article where it's like, oh, I went to Hong Kong and became a star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. told the story. And Margaret Cho kind of similar. It's like, well, hers was the opposite. It was like I did this and people hated me type of thing, right? right? Uh, it was sort of the opposite. What was uh, the yeah. vibe that like during that time you guys kind of shared similar views about what was going on with Asian American culture and the bullshit that you kind of saw, the the mediocrity so. of what you saw, and then it, did they just come naturally or how did that all those introductions happen? I think it was the place to share uh, our hater our haterness, you yeah. know, like mm. it was just a place to share it all and get it out there. Because some, you know, like those other magazines won't say anything bad. Exactly. Yeah. And, mm. and ours was the opposite. It was like, let's just be honest and say it how it really is or how we really feel. And uh, they, people do that on the I, internet today, right? I really liked the doc. And I, I like what stands out to me is when I watched it, you guys were talking about like, you wanted cool Asians on it. You, you guys <laughs> mentioned it being cool Asians. And I didn't realize like what time period the you know everything was happening for you guys so i asked dumb i was like oh were you like interviewed ever or should have been he would yeah be. but he guys that, so that was my question i was like is he cool enough to have made it all of you but <laughs> it's, it's 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 just also it's kind of like the indie story and the indie spirit i think right. you got yeah. you know you come from that indie spirit so yeah, diy it, yeah it's the same thing so there's not, not much different just a different era maybe of time but i think the interesting thing what you said is like oh yeah we met based off this kind of haterness thing and that i find that interesting because yeah i i have a lot of that where 
we share similar views through like hating on them. Yeah, shit. for yeah. sure. And that's cool. For like, sure. because it's, you should be allowed to like some shit or hate some shit and kind of cr criticize and be open to criticism as well, you know? And a lot of collective culture comes from that shit too. It's like specific things you really like yeah. because you don't see other shit like that. You know, you see too much of other shit. And they're like, <laughs> right. where's the specific thing that I like and where's the community yeah. behind mm. that? There's a lot of camaraderie behind hating stuff. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there is. Yeah, I mean, I think I have more friends like where we have we hate this thing in common more than I like this thing in common. That's either. what it is. You know That's a lot of friendships. 100%. It's like, oh, oh. I, I'm close friends with you because we hate the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it? It, but it's funny. it's really cool. I mean, a lot of the like my heroes, Asian American heroes or Asian heroes, is like people you guys really cover uh -huh. right. and share sure. their art and all that. You know, I've been to your store, collected so many artists from those Asian American um, artists that you've you know curated and put from the early '90s and shit. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, I, I, I did. Um, did Margaret just like hit you up randomly? How did that relationship happen? I don't remember. You know, <laughs> no, I think she liked the magazine because it was, you know, pretty raw. But I, I, I can't remember exactly. Was she already popping during that time? Um, I don't know what what does that mean exactly. Like it, like, was she, I mean, she had the I show mean, that didn't. I think the show already that show attempt. I guess that one season. Yeah, All American Girl. Maybe oh, that came yeah. in. That might have came and went already. You know, but then that was like, oh, she, you know, she got this like backlash. And right. I think that was kind of interesting. I was like, well, why did she get that? You know, and did she deserve that? What well, what was the backlash? Like, explain the backlash because I wasn't there okay. for that. So what, yeah, what well, I mean, she had a, it was the it was an Asian American TV show, just like what you got today. Yeah, that existed in I don't even know what year that was. Yeah, you all, look Amer it up. all American Girl. What year was that? I've heard, I, like like I think 90s? from watching the watching that um, doc, I think it was like the fact that like she didn't fit the criteria of what like a, a typical right. a, oh, girl she had should a, look like. She had a ninety four. Yeah, so she had a bad experience. Yeah, like right. the the way she was depicted. She, and, oh, they like, wanted her. They wanted her to be a slim, slim, exactly. Exactly. whatever and it's like fuck that yeah right. I, I, I remember talking i've had margaret on this pod too and she's the best i, I remember her talking about how when she came out she got a lot of backlash from the asian community too mm -hmm. i think the stuff she was talking about she, she was but she was also perfect hater like she was awesome yeah. at it she told the truth about things and yeah. uh, people didn't like it and yeah uh she was amazing that way yeah those were the asians that you were trying to like hate on i guess that yeah, she was so her, good 100 right? yeah right you gotta have hate you know if you're gonna hate on something you need support <laughs> let me did tell you right hate, now or you'll be overpowered by their hate you yeah. know did those other magazines uh hate on you guys like did, did you ever get any backlash a little, for, a little, for your I, magazine? I think i think those other magazines pretty much wanted us to stay small and uh, like they would like one of them said oh we're a pamphlet like they you know uh, like they would think do things like that and it was all like backhanded little compliments yeah. they said yeah. that yeah, one of them wrote a review and said, "Oh, it's a pamphlet." And I was like, "A pamphlet? <laughs> a pamphlet? <laughs> it's like that. It's like that's yeah. you know, they're doing their own hate in their weird way, like yeah. their Asian American that's way. So God, yeah. Yeah. The polite, polite but mean compliments, right? Yeah. Uh, but not a big deal in the end. But did that kind of stuff make you want to just expand on from like paper zine to oh yeah, gloss cover? Oh, it, it, that was like a fuel to be yeah to get better and better and become a magazine, right? Just like that. But I think part of it too was that uh. As they, you know, they, I realized that the the outsiders, the outsiders of Asian America, or what mm. do you want to call it, and plus, don't forget our first issues are our first for a long time. Half of our readers weren't even Asian American. That was mm. the weird thing. Wow. We had this big reader base that was mixed. Like skaters liked it, artists liked it, like yep. all different kinds of people. But uh, ultimately, in the Asian American part of it, yeah, ultimately, it's like 
the outsiders were bigger than the actual insiders. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like there's more of actually the people that feel like outcasts yep. and people don't realize that. Like Absolutely. you look at those magazines, you think, oh, this is like 90% of Asian America. They, they read this magazine. It's yeah. like, no, that's like the tiniest group that read that magazine. Right. The rest don't know what the fuck. They're just like trying to figure out what, how am I supposed to like survive when this is like the the, the norm, you know, yeah. these magazines. Yeah. Mm. So then Giant Robot comes, maybe that's where we pick up a lot of people because they're just like, oh, this is like more like me, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah, like, yeah. I, like I'm not a Damn. whatever. I'm not, I'm not a Time Magazine perfect person. Like yeah. The, yeah. the model minority, I'm not. That's like the majority are not my model minority. I mean, the truth the, is, look, like, look at all yeah. of us here. Like, yeah. what happened? We no, I feel. That. I mean, I mean, shout out to uh, mm -hmm. your uh, uh, your friend Martin Wong yeah. too. Sure, he's a co-founder, Jack Robot, and you know, just talking about generational stuff too. Like, his daughter is the lead singer of the Linda Lindas, or just yeah. the singer, yeah. and guitarist. Wow, really? I yeah, yeah. Know. you didn't oh, know that, yeah. No, but that's but that's crazy. just kind of cool to see the generation the crazy, the, right? the legacy yeah. of the legacy yeah. yeah and speaking of like kind of just now and what's going on like with asian american like what are your thoughts in general like how far we've come is there stuff that you don't like still and i want to oh. hear the, the hate hate juice <laughs> yeah yeah what what grind hate on, yeah asian, asian no no not not hate asian, but just what? just you know criticisms yeah, yeah. and things you maybe would want to see more of or less of or you know what i mean oh, one thing that's weird that i i noticed is why, why haven't those like an attempts at every attempt at an Asian American TV channel has failed, right? Oh, you notice that? Yeah, yeah and then imagination. They, and... They've all not worked, right? All of them. And then uh, I realized it's like so oh, imagination. I think that was one of them. Right? That was yeah. yeah that's, right? that's why Asian, I said it. Asian though, imagination. Asian, of course. I mean, I mean, the, the, the names are <laughs> the absolutely. The name is just. Yeah. But the names, but wild. it's almost like the pho restaurants where they have all these bad pho jokes. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like fucking. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> that forever. That was that was there was an era where it was all puns off of asian yeah, yeah. Right? that was a that yeah. was an era that was yeah, a, yeah. that's a bad era though but yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like those are all really bad but uh i i just think that it's interesting that in the end like something indie like even this podcast has to like it's kind of like an indie right you know like your own planet on this side island type of thing yeah and i think that's kind of like asian america still has that and uh. then there's the major hollywood whatever if you get plugged into that that helps a lot yeah, yeah. but it's still just infancy yeah to me like all this is in its infancy but I, then the weirdest thing is, sorry to interrupt, yeah, um, but, yeah. podcasts are still like this technology of a podcast and being on video, this could have existed in 2003. You know what true. I mean? Like, like we're, you're, it's like, this is 20 years old technology. Yeah. This isn't new, That's so but it's like weird how this is like actually really strong today, but it's actually really just old. I think sure, maybe you know? it was just a point in time where people wanted to kind of just hear these long form conversations. Maybe at the time it was just like, I don't know. Yeah, it was more like short form content that started kind of like blowing up, mm -hmm. and then it kind of went back to like this long form right. thing that people mm. started liking. You know, like speaking of like the the Asian stuff too. Like, do you ever feel like people are more interested in just Asia culture from Asia than Asian American? Uh, so for us, we blended it. Yeah, that was kind of the weird part. It's like in one some pages would be about somebody in Asia, then all of a sudden it's an Asian American thing. Yeah, mm. and sometimes it was all consciously kind of done because I would be like, okay, we're going to celebrate this thing. Then we're like, well, we should include this other person that's Asian American. Right. Maybe they're less famous, but it doesn't matter. I right. noticed they're, that there's a lot of Asia and Asian American mix. Yeah, and we'd kind of mix it all. And that's kind of what we did. But mm. uh, I, I just think that's just for for me that was just a, a way to go. You know, like it just felt comfortable because I thought. Uh, if they're not going to get big media here, media coverage here, well, they do get it in Asia. Yeah. Right. So uh, I was, it would always be like, well, we're going to report on what we really think is dope out there. Yeah. And then uh, try to find what's new here that's still not, 
you know, getting popular or whatnot. Well, you think as Asia stuff from Asia get gets more international, do you feel like it's kind of the same, like Asian American and Asian pop oh, culture? No, you, you still see it as different. Uh, it's different. Yeah, I mean BTS. I mean that's not, yeah. not that's not Asian American. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just so weird. Like that, li- like that, that line feels so weirdly blurred because it's everywhere. But 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 you know it what is. I mean? But it's it is like, starting to happen. Like when you see, like let's say, uh. A streetwear designer here i mean they blow up in asia but it's an asian american person who starts something here and they blow yeah. up in asia and vice versa there is like this connection that's happening right. and that didn't exist before because i remember in japan like in 2002 or something when i'd go out there i, I it's like oh your japanese is a little off like something's wrong with you mm. type of vibe right and now it doesn't matter yeah like, yeah everyone's like oh i'm gonna respect you for who you are and what you do right not, because you can't speak the language just right or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But do yeah. we want it used to, to be, differentiate used to be like that. Do we want to differentiate it? Like, do we want... I feel like as an Asian American, for some reason, I really care about being like, I'm Asian American. And there's oh. a different group uh, of Asians. To, to but, Asians, I don't... I, I think it's okay, right? But like, to maybe non-Asian Americans or non-Asian people, yeah. I'd want them to know the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, where are you from? You're from Korea? And yeah. you're like, no, I'm doing my thing here, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand that yeah. too because even when I talk about Asian American, you know, culture, I feel like as soon as I say I'm Korean, the ref, they're like, squid game. <laughs> squid game, K-pop. Right. They're yeah, all yeah. non-Asian American things they associate right. me with, you know yeah, what right, I mean? Right. They're not going to be like, oh, Simulu, yeah, you know, yeah. like they're not, they're not gonna do that, you know. Well, like, note steps, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. First, just recognition, which is good, and then, then they'll have to differentiate. But I think it's very different too, the stylized and everything. Like if we listen to like a African American person that do hip hop and then Uganda music, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's like it's very distinct. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> you think it's very distinct, dude? Yeah, no, I feel that. I, yeah. I, well, I mean, in the current state, I mean, shit has changed drastically. Probably only in like in the last probably four or five years, yeah. right? You've yeah. seen it happen. Oh, sure. Um, obviously, the crazy—I would say the crazy rich era, right, right, right. Is what you would call it. That was the movie that right. kind of did everything. Wow. Yeah, and then it just became this crazy explosion. And now I've seen it because I, I'm an actor too, so I go in for auditions and everything's different yeah you know there it's just like everybody i have homies who's getting parts who aren't even actors because they're looking <laughs> for specific people who fit the mold right. of, of this thing and you know I'd go, i i remember going to an audition one time before the crazy rich era and i'd be in the waiting room with the top asian actor males in the <laughs> world all in one room like right? the who's who the pickings? yeah who's who and this is for like a small part of right. like a shitty cbs show i'm like why are you guys here <laughs> like i'm like starting out and I'm in this room with the best dudes that you would think that they wouldn't have to even get auditions. Like, they just get offers. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is wild. And it just all changed. And now, like, you have Asian, even Hollywood royalty motherfuckers that are just, they're, That's you know, crazy. They're the top dudes and shit. Is there, is there some shit? Uh, who's your least favorite Asian? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Who's your Put least favorite spot. Asian right now that you can't Holy stand? Holy shit. From Asia, you mean, or what? just Anybody? generally? Wow, that's or, a good one. You can ask him about his LFA right now. <laughs> Who do I? Hate? Wow. Who's your least favorite Asian American? I'm not wow, saying hate. Hate sounds harsh, so I'm going to say least favorite. Least favorite? Do I have one? Man, uh, 
Let's see. There was a person with my same name, Eric Nakamura, who uh, <laughs> what did he do? He's, oh in, he's in prison because he did something in the uh, military. What did he do? He faked something and wow, got in a lot of trouble. Okay. What really? Yeah, he was like, that's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hate that guy though. He just happens to be in prison. <laughs> Did that spill over uh, to yeah, your you, side somehow? Sometimes? No. You guys might get along, actually. Who knows? <laughs> your um, Wicked page is all kind of connected. No, uh, I'm trying to think who else do I? I don't, know, I don't know if I hate anybody these days. You got to give one first, though. Dude, I'm yeah, I know. Think, seriously, who's I'm trying to think of good one. Yeah, you might spur on some like major hate if I could think I mean, of there's any. a lot of events that, it, like networking events I go to, and there are a lot of people that I would never yeah. like be in the same room with unless it was for something like uh, this Asian American event that yeah, I yeah. was invited to. You yeah. know, I, it's hard. It's hard to say. So you, I, you don't want to say one? <laughs> I'm yeah, trying. what the fuck? Well, you it's, made it's him? Tough. It's tough because I, I'm in it too still. You know what I mean? I, I think the pro the thing about it is it's like we're in this era that this explosion happened of our culture and it's being celebrated so much in media and representation that like as soon as you start hating on shit right now, yeah. you, you're like extra hating because we're just kind of <laughs> I know, right? taking yeah. off. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Tequila, yeah, tequila. So it's tequila, tequila. Uh, <laughs> Give me a year or two. I'll go. I'll go with add list of names. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I'll start a the new era of Giant Robot Magazine, hating on right. on Asian celebs. I don't know. I but I did always hate that. I always I uh, what you said about early '90s magazines covering just these celebrities yeah. who are in these magazines. I hated that with a lot of these galas. I hated that with the the Coriam the, un unforgettable gala. Right, right. Are you talking no, about the corny Asians? Right? No, no, not like, is not, that what it's it not is? corny. It's just that I hated that the coverage happened only for for people in movies and shit like that. You know, I knew so many cool Asians. Yeah. You know, like in different departments, just like what sure. the people you covered. You were early on it. And I hated that the covers were going to this guy who yeah. had the small couple of lines See? in this movie that's, or whatnot. That's, no, that's you're what true. happened. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan <laughs> of that Corny with a K. <laughs> like, nah, no, no, that no, no. That's, that's kind of what, but that's, you know, that's gives you some fuel, right? Where you're like, oh. Absolutely. I'm going to start my own podcast. It you know what I mean? Like it makes you want to do you're your right. own media, and right? And this is, that's exactly like what you did is exactly how I felt and what I did with this because no one was fucking with me. So I have to create exactly. my own thing and put myself on and share my stories or experiences, especially when everyone's like not trying to cover you. Right. So I think yeah, that gravitates exactly towards just our identity too. Like the reason we even started rapping, we were kind of anti like the path that they had for us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. coming from Virginia, my parents, they, there was levels just like what, what I had to do, what I had to follow this pattern. But when I wanted to break out, I was like, nah, this is not it seeing other people that just follow that and just be sheep kind of i was like damn they're all lying you know i know i know deep inside they feel and not all of them but some of them they feel there's there's more to life than this just this pre-cut path well and they I, have to see it you know yeah well saying? they have to see and they exactly. gotta see there's other motherfuckers like you hundred percent you're, you're only like a real hater unless you find a community yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah like if what, you're solo doing it once you find other haters who hate on the same shit as it's you that, you're not really hating no, anymore no. You're, just, you're just part of something you know what i mean for sure so but, that, but yeah. what i mean is like just coming across literature like that or just a zine it's it's even gin going on 106 and part yeah. you know what i mean just like seeing that little evidence that affirmation is so powerful who who are some of your asian or asian american heroes when you were growing up when i was growing up uh believe it or not let's see uh george takei boom really right it's yeah. because you're like a star star trek fan and all yeah that. and i think you know definitely but yeah. i just think it's like 
you look at his trajectory though, and eventually doesn't he get his own ship or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. he actually like yeah. makes it up the yeah. ladder. Yeah. It, takes a, it takes a good 50 years, but he finally gets there, right? Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a story <laughs> on its own. That's right. amazing. Um, Tamlin Tamita. Okay. Yep. Karate Kid too, but more than her uh, acting, it's more her like advocacy she does. Mm. She's amazing. I mean, to this day, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, there's a whole bunch that keeps going. Um, for example, like in Giant Robot, uh, just because just you don't know what's exactly, I don't know, you sort of are lost. Like you don't really understand what people's politics are, et cetera. Like I, I interviewed the dude from Two Live Crew, not Luke Skywalker, yep. but the other dude. Yeah, he's mm. part Vietnamese, right? Craig Wong Wan yep. is his name, yep. right? And it's like, I was like, that guy's Asian, yep. you know? And, and he's in Miami, you know, rapping about like booties and stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I got it. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Yeah, but I got to interview that guy. And he's not necessarily a hero, but it was just like, he's doing his thing. Yeah. And, um, but he doesn't get any ink because he's not Luke. But I mean, right. but he is two guys wearing the Miami Hurricanes jacket, right? The green jacket. I mean, it's like, he's not a hero of mine exactly, but at the same time, I'm he was like, there, yeah. you noticed he, him. He was there doing <clears throat> it and he got no ink. Like, you don't even know his yeah. name. And, you know, his name was yeah. Craig Wong Wan. I don't even know what his, what was that? That's record, crazy. Right? That was yeah. the name, Wong yeah, yeah. Wan. No, right? I, I knew about him. I, yeah. I, I was, when I was young too, I had friends who, you know, put me on to a lot of, do you remember Kubla Kwan? Do you know? No. He used to, okay, I thought you would know him because, uh, he, his he, name drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad to drop him because uh, he he he's not. I have disagreeing views with this guy. But yeah. he definitely organized early on uh, Asian American music events. Oh, really? Yeah, in from, LA. In or, LA, oh, Asian wow. hip hop. So summit. he put a lot of. Oh, Asian, that. He yeah, did yeah, that? yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, no, you've sure, heard of that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was that kind of shit. But you know, all the all the like the the Filipino DJ crews out there that yeah. were. I mean that's scratch pickles. I mean they were yeah, heroic. Scratch pickles. They were heroic. Yeah. And I mean they're probably younger than me, but they were heroic. You know, mm -hmm. and Rhettmatic. I mean, yep. yeah. I, I was Shout into, out. Th those guys are all. They were all amazing. It is crazy. People don't realize that there are people looking for those specific things. A musicians with an Asian background. Like we were doing that really early too. Yeah. Yeah. I always like, people caught my eye. Always wanted to do more research. Yeah. You right. know, like you guys were so early on that shit. You know, every time. I think like oh I was I wanted a few like into that I look at your magazine your collective oh, like Dan, and, did, uh, Dan Automator Dan, I was just with Dan right? Automator two days yeah. ago amazing right Kid Koala amazing yep, yep. Like, they're, they're, just, they're all great but it's almost one of those things that it doesn't matter what they're Asian or Asian American yeah they're just good they're just yeah cool that's, that's it but that's what I'm saying it doesn't and it, matter but it's like a bonus when you find out you're like oh shit <laughs> this motherfucker's yeah. part Korean or right, some shit right right like that shit was always wild to me um mm -hmm. during that time was there, there was probably some really big Asian figures too that maybe you didn't connect with or like were there certain figures like that that you were like okay you know my man trying to dig right no, now no 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 it's not a hating thing I'm just saying every generation has that just of because course. I see Asians on t TV or Hollywood doesn't mean I relate to them just because yeah. they look like me yeah, too I, I there's a lot of that too sure. <laughs> I don't hate them I'm no, just I saying do, do. it was you know like to me like for instance like even in Hollywood like when there was whether it's John Cho's or people coming up, uh, Lucy Liu, I, I wasn't just like, oh, Asian, Asian. Like we're like connected. Yeah. There had to there had to be someone who kind of connected with me too, maybe on a hip hop background too or something. Was right? that guy named Duck Dun Long or something? Oh, uh, Long Duck Dong. Yeah, yeah. Which, what, but what, he what, wasn't what, like big, right? He was just but like. I'm saying, oh, when you his, watched he, him, were you offended <laughs> or were you like, oh, there we go? That was terrible. That was terrible, right? That was a terrible time. Do you know in, in junior high? Was it junior high or high? I got called Long Duck Dong oh, all the time wow. because of Sixteen Candles. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my era of Asian American representation. Dude. Oh, you were called Long Duck Dong 
your for years. So that wow. was the reference. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I was long. Yeah. I got called long duck dong all the time. Wow. Yeah. That Damn. was the thing. Like no one gets that anymore, right? You don't get that. No, I, no. I'll tell you I right got now. That, I got that a lot. So when I started battle rap, rap in 04, like that was already too old. Like I was gone. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, that's gone. Yeah. But Mr. All... Miyagi was in. You know what yeah, I mean? But I mean, that one, that's going to be there forever. I think right. long duck dong is a pretty specific 100%. reference. Maybe not at that time because it was out. Oh, you it, know was, what I mean? it was terrible. That was really? really bad. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people hated the actor, Getty Watanabe. They hated him yeah. wow. because he took that role and did it. And people still hate him to this day. That's like, so wow. Sad. Yeah. And he, I think he lives in like South Pass, right? It's like he goes and gets coffee at like in South Pass. I feel like that's kind of rough uh, too for, for the actor themselves too. Though. Oh, it's terrible because it's terrible. like even when I, I was there and I looked at him, and I was like, oh shit, this is Lung Duck Dung motherfucker, right? <laughs> I was like thinking in my head, I was getting a coffee and he's there. And I'm yeah, like, right. and then he's like sitting there and like, he's like kind of looking because like he, I don't know if you felt pressure because I might felt, feel that at times. And I didn't say I, I didn't say anything, people. but I just looked at him and I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker is right." You yeah, know, and people right. would just hit wow. him up in public and be like, "You motherfucker." He's but, probably talked about it though. Right? Oh, I think yeah. Oh, we had an article about it too. But, oh, you did? Yeah, we Sick. did. Wait, you talked to him or no? Um, no. That another uh, Adrian Tomine, this comic book yeah, artist. Course, yeah. He 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 did a piece on Long Duck Dong Ooh, for our magazine. That's interesting. Yeah, oh it was called Donger and Me. And yeah, anyway. But you know, it's like it's hard. It's <laughs> yeah, like, so, I don't, but I don't hate that. Like again, that's a guy. That's a guy I should hate, but I don't hate him you at can, all. You can't. Right. Like, not it's at a all. different time. No, and, not and at all. He's an actor. Yeah. who went in for a thing. He's not like bad, thinking man. about the future of Asian America and shit. You know what I mean? But, like, but he destroyed dudes. But, well, that role destroyed dudes for about ten years. Come on, G. Obviously, yeah. 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 Now we got to think about that kind of shit. Yeah, of course. But I, t I told the story before on this pod that what that's exact thing I told you where I went in for that role on um, CBS show mm -hmm. and it was all Asian American top actors. Right. And all of a sudden the audition person came out and said, actually, the directors want to just hear an Asian accent version of these lines. <laughs> Fuck. And everyone's kind of mad. Yeah. And then um, Sung Kang from Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. He was in there. Yeah, he was in there. <laughs> And he says, he he's says, great. he tells everybody, I love Sung too. He, he yeah. tells everybody, he's like, I know y'all are like mad about this. It sounds like bullshit, you know, but go do it. Try. I mean, if you want to go, go inside, do it. And it once if you get the part, yeah. then you could bring it up to the director. But y'all yeah. don't have the part mm. yet. For sure. So that was interesting. But then Justin Chan was oh, in the that room. Was, that, was the same, that was the Justin Chan thing. Yeah. So where he came out and did a... So I was there. So, so oh, Justin no way. Chan, That's like historical. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Explain. So, explain. Okay, so Justin Chan was in there. That was right. it. And he was mad. He's like, I'm not doing this shit. Fuck like that. that. Throws the paper in the air, like walks he wow. <laughs> I, I, Did, did he yeah, do yeah, the yeah, hand, yeah. though? Like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Actually, I might... That, just, that might be just a, a thing I made up in my head. Right, right. That might not even happen. Did but you fan it out or what? This motherfucker walks out, right? I actually go in and do it. <laughs> and the next day, this motherfucker writes a whole blog entry about like this whole piece yeah. on how it's bullshit, all oh, this. Wow. And I feel like like shitty because I actually did it. <laughs> you know I mean? Wait, and he did a, a YouTube live video right afterwards. I and think posted so. It. I think Maybe so. YouTube live or something on Twitter. Yeah. Because I saw that at that moment. I was like, oh, shit. You know, because like, it seemed like uh, he was yeah. a badass walking out. Well, I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like a so funny. You, so you pulled off that. Ac what accent? I though? can't do yeah, that. He has a terrible the Asian thing is, accent. Everyone knows. No, my, no, my but which, which, which the, kind, though? There's so many different accents. I think accents. it was just. Did uh, you do a Korean one? Then? I think I did a Korean one. I was like. Because uh, every every person there has got a different background. Exactly. Maybe. It so was like you're going to be like, you're going to hear Miyagi doing it. And you're going to hear like every version. It was for that show, Two Broke Girls. They already have that Asian dude with an accent on that show mm. and i think it was like a guy who's like trying to collect money from him or something like an asian gangster dude right yeah. right right like, oh give me my uh you owe me twenty thousand dollars or whatever the fuck <laughs> oh. 
And, and then the worst part is they asked for like one more rendition of it, and that's when I got hot. Right. Wow. I was like, I'm not doing two versions of this shit. <laughs> you well, so you could have done the Vietnamese time. version or something. Like yeah, but I didn't even like, say what specific Asia. Just and in that Asian week, accent. I got to hear about how Justin Chan's a hero for walking yeah, out of this exactly. shit, tossing the slides up in the air. That's crazy. I have never. Have you gotten any auditions now where they ask you for an accent, like in the last two years? I, I've gotten it. Yeah, because there yeah. are certain things that you know are going to require an accent. Yeah, you know. Really? I haven't I, like I remember I took like an acting class like two years ago and this white guy in the studio and I remember he told me that when I would you know we memorize these lines from a script and then we would have to act it out he was like you should learn an Asian accent like mm. you should try to learn this accent and I was like that felt just so weird and odd for me to do like in this time frame I was like and I had only started doing like commercial commercial type of jobs and I never had to audition with an accent like ever could you could I hear your accent no no I just want to hear it uh, okay, what do you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> That's Holy your accent. What is the best? Okay, that doesn't sound believable no, to me. No, 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 no. But thank you for coming today on the episode. <laughs> oh, that's pretty a good. fun with Dom. You didn't ask what he said. like Kill Bill, Dave Carradine. <laughs> no, 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 man. I, I, don't, I, I don't believe that shit. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, I think that's why with like the long, 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 long like that's why Asian actors are hesitant right now to go straight into the accent because they're thinking, they're like, yo, I don't yeah. want to be. But, I, I, I'm sure but, you Ken, know, actor Ken Jong felt it for Hangover. Can I be honest with you? I think every actor should have the Asian accent in, in, their, in their weaponry. I don't think it's something that they should look at and be like offended by it. You know I, I, I'd rather funny? hear us do it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, we suck yep. at doing our own accents. Like even like Long Duck Dung, he's Japanese, right? His accent didn't even sound like a Japanese, you know. No, it was that it was, was some it was, it was, it was it was cartoony. No, for sure. that, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I don't think any of us I've had, you know, I've had discussions with my actor friends. Yeah. We've all tried to do our own accent yeah. and we fucking suck at it, but we know what the stereotypical Asian accent we've heard on TV is what American people want to hear. Oh no, I got homies and who are really good at it too. No, you suck oh, at yeah, it. Yeah. Like yours is not even a Korean version yeah, of my, it. Yeah, I have a very <laughs> Californian accent, so even when I try to do New York, it sounds goofy as fuck, you know? <laughs> I could the do fuck out of here! Like, it just sounds too here. cartoony, like... Yeah. One time yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was living in D.C. and I got pulled over on four, on 66. There's a highway out there. Cop comes, and I tried for some reason. I had classical music on. I was like, I'm going to try this at Korean accent thing. You tried I tried it. I tried Why? it. I don't you know. thought that would help you get I out of the I have no ticket? idea. I have no idea. I was high. I was like, all right, <laughs> let, me, let me try this. Because I knew mm -hmm. that I, if I speak normally, it would already sound weird. So I would be like, oh... They're like, you know, license and ID, license and, you know, registration. I said, oh, okay, give me a minute. Give me a minute. And then I'm looking for it, right? And then while he's at the window, I get a phone call. And I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> I fucked up the wait, whole wait, thing. Wait, so your logic I was... Dropped... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, my my logic was, oh, this guy didn't know. I forget what the infraction... I was like... Oh, he didn't know. He was oblivious. I let him go. Type shit. I just want. Or to he's try. like, I don't want to deal. I don't with want this to deal. Yeah, right now. exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's your address? Oh, the the McCrane, You know. <laughs> but I shit. fucked up because someone like I, one of my boys called me and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be in the studio <laughs> no, in like twenty five minutes, bro. I'll be there. You can get some White House. It was it was terrible, man. Yeah. Wow. But you know, I feel like everyone should have their little Asian accent in the repertoire, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, what's your background? I mean, you're Japanese, but uh, how long? How many generations? In in America, or I, I guess every 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 group uh, counts it different. Technically, yeah, okay. I'm third, but okay. Uh, my dad, my father's born here. Yeah, oh, he was wow. born here, but my grandfather is from Japan. Yeah, like, but came in 1905 or something. Right. Yeah, we were talking about that because I feel like it's it's so interesting to see like an older generation that's like from here. Yeah, because oh, uh, like your father and everything. Because like 
like my parents still don't speak English. Right. You know, and it's like, and I see it when I see like an older Asian dude right. to speak like full, even a Korean, it's like some old Korean generation. Mm. Your mom. My mom speaks Korean, but <laughs> growing up, whenever I had to like, she had problems, I wanted to call like customer service. She was like, all of a sudden she spoke no English and needed me to do all the translating. Was that just laziness? That was what? definitely laziness. <laughs> and just trying to use me. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. But uh, selectively she speaks <laughs> and doesn't speak good yeah English. like i bet like an old korean dude who was like yeah i used to party at studio 54 in new york and right. shit and i was like what the fuck studio that's 54? rare it was so weird wow. i was like you were the you must have been the only korean motherfucker there <laughs> yeah that's just wild that's man. weird though yeah i mean for my mom it's funny because you know when i'm back to brazil i realized that she is like she didn't immigrate she immigrated to brazil first then she came here and immigrated again so she's immigrated twice wow. and she's so she's had to learn the language portuguese then come back here and like try to learn english and start a new life again mm. and i think there's a lot of asian americans like that that have this like other this other and then having to start over and then like speaking language again is like just a crazy thing yeah. to think of yeah no i and feel that, that. yeah what, what are your thoughts on k-pop what are, uh, <laughs> what are your what? thoughts? Epic? I don't know. It's I mean, super I mean, epic. Well, you come from a punk rock but, background, but, but I, so I, I think it's awesome. I think one of the weird things is how did that happen, and why just K-pop and not uh, Taiwan pop or yeah. all these other ones didn't work? Like Japan pop is it didn't work as big. Right? I'll tell you, it's why. there. It's just K-pop is um, yeah. amazing, right? Worldwide phenomenon. It is. Why, yeah. Why, 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 go ahead. Color correction. That's why. What do you mean? What? The videos. It's the color uh, correction. Oh. I'm telling you, it's the cinematography. Like, we yeah. have this formula where we make colors pop, vibrant. I've seen other J-pop, K-pop, C-pop, all of them, right? Right. It's just a little lackluster uh, quality. But you know what is interesting? Well. When I've been to Japan and I yeah. turn on the television, there's shows and stuff. Yeah. That there is, it's different. The, the color it's correction Tupac. is different. <laughs> wow. No, no, they take it kind of. They have this kind of throwback element. Right, where it's, right, it's, right. It's, weird. it's like as a, if it didn't evolve. Right? That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I still time I mean, capsule I, shit. I actually, my mom watches Japanese TV, so yeah. I'm watching. I see it all the time. It's yeah. interesting. And then I've actually seen the New Year's program where uh, they have like. All those NHK, yeah, the, the the girl girl bands, boy bands, yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like I'm watching, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on, but I'm looking at the pictures, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I could just look. I'm like, oh, that's a Japanese group, that's a Japanese group, and then I'm like, that's like, it's like a Korean women group, and yeah. I'm like, they're Korean and they are hot. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like, I know that's Korean. I don't even know what they're called or anything. I'm just looking, but right. they're Korean. That's not Japanese. There's like a weird aesthetic. There's different. No, aesthetic, it's, like more it's blue. Would yeah, but but not blue? just the look. It's just it's more the whole blue. everything about it is just elevated to another level. Right, and I'm right. like, are they even allowed on those shows anymore? Because they're too good. You know, it's like <laughs> Sumo blocked out like a lot of people to they couldn't go there because they're too good. Oh, really? Because they wanted more wow. Japanese champions. So they started doing that. Then they let, let them, eventually let them all in. That's crazy. But I think some of those shows probably don't even let the K-pop in anymore because wow. they're too good. They, they started doing that in China. Yeah. China government was like, yo, our country <laughs> is loving K-pop a little yeah. too much. Yeah. And yeah. they started banning the groups. It's still kind of up. The ban is still there. Yeah. Every yeah. Asian, like, yo, I, I, you know, my Uber driver is Vietnamese. They're like, I love K-pop. Everything's K-drama. I go to a Chinese restaurant, you know, the the waitress is like, I love Kate. They, they're all into... You said your Uber driver's Vietnamese, like you have a guy who just drives you around. <laughs> One guy is Vietnamese, yeah, he's my yeah. driver. <laughs> yeah. It's just, now, yeah I, I feel that. I mean, but you know what's interesting about K-pop, too? They were... A lot of the followers of K-pop outside of Korea were kind of outcasted, yep. like weirdo kids, before it obviously exploded to oh, everybody. That's, that's just like 
anime Anything. too, and yep. manga oh, and anime, right? True. That whole culture is I didn't think definitely. About that. You were it just what ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, you were super outcast if you like anime. Were you following anime like that early on? Not as hardcore, but I was definitely conscious of it and watching parts of it. But mm. seeing because uh, you're covering the culture. Yeah, but it was all. it was definitely outsider stuff at that time, and mm. you know, especially if you were non-Asian, uh, some people thought something was wrong with them. They're like, oh, "Why do I like Comics. this so much? I don't yeah. get it." You know, like yeah, I'm like they're not watching SpongeBob or whatever. They're watching you know some bootleg you know, fans <laughs> fan sub anime. Yeah, VCDs. And, and now look, it's just common. You Those know, are, what do you think is the common. next big Asian thing to explode from Asia? <laughs> I mean, if you could predict that, we'd make a lot of money. I but. know. Huh? Like, what would that be? I was never that good at like guessing these things, but I, I mean, you covered a lot of stuff too. That yeah, ultimately, to, but but I didn't yeah. know. You know, like some things didn't make it right. Mm. Like I covered things, and I'm like, oh, that sure didn't that didn't age well. But yeah, you know, but yeah, like for example, I thought Pokemon was garbage. Right. You know, I was like, Hello Kitty's the shit. Pokemon's yeah, yeah. garbage. And look, Pokemon is like Pokemon's the biggest like IP that exists possibly. <laughs> yeah. I remember I once said it in an interview. I said, What did I, I said Hello Kitty's a lifestyle, Pokemon's a fad. Oops. Whoa. Oops. <laughs> right? So we can't know. You really didn't like Pokemon or what was that? It? I I just thought the designs weren't as good. Like mm. the actual from a design standpoint, I'm like, these characters don't look as good as yeah. they were like all the, over the place. The Sanrio stuff. I was like, that's actually designed nicely. Yeah. I, I was obsessed <laughs> with I it as a kid. That game yeah. game came out, Game Boys trading all I couldn't the... I couldn't be more wrong, right? So yeah. Yeah. wait, I can't know? picture you playing the Pokemon. You played uh, the Pokemon the game? original blue and red, yeah. I wow. Crazy. Yeah, and Pokemon cards was even bigger it's, afterwards. It's, it's you had Pokemon cards? What do you mean, bro? I think it was a, it was a you didn't have Pokemon it was an cards, early, no Pokemon was kind of early digital collectibles. Yeah, yeah, you know Basically. what I mean. No, for yeah. sure. Ultimately, it was, the concept was the yeah. whole concept. Yeah. We, I mean, Magic I, I would trade Pokemon yeah. with the link. We had to link to Game Boys to trade it. Wow. <laughs> there was no Wi-Fi element. We had to connect the cord, and we would tra trade the Pokemon through yeah. the cord. I lost a little respect yeah. for you right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I, I collected them all. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ash Ketchum is now the I, world champion. I, I try to be the best, and I became. <laughs> I want it to be the very best, the best there ever was. To catch them is my very quest. Eric, what was your uh, favorite manga back then? Favorite manga? Oh, I think it's basically Akira, right? Akira? Yep. Yeah. You ever get into Rama and a half at all? Sure. Yeah, I used that's to my shit. See, but that's imagine. I used that's to read Rama. I used to read Rama and Lum. Yeah. Right? I used, yeah. I used to read Lum and that Orange people, Road. Imagine what people thought when we were reading that. Because it was kind of like. That was forward, though. Was but it was kind of like it was kind of like romantic at the same yeah. time. But like, yeah, it's so. Rama would be complex now. Rama is complex. Can you explain? I know what Rama is. Yeah, yeah. Try to explain it to the. Wasn't it with like water splash and chase? It was hot springs, right? Yeah, yeah. And if if this guy goes into it, they become a girl. Yeah, I remember that. Somebody turns into a cat. Shampoo was my first crush ever. Rama was really big in Korea. I think it might have. Was it Korean? That was Ramyun. No, Ranma. Yeah, this is great. This is classic, man. There was a video game too. He did Inuyasha, I believe. After, yeah, we used to play this video game too. You could pick they, wait, so there cool. was a Rama and yeah. a half video yeah, game. Yeah, there was a video game. It was a sex game. That's crazy. <laughs> what? What are so? So, um, I mean, the magazine, la the giant robot, lasted for sixty, sixteen years, sixty-eight issues, sixty-eight yeah. issues. Yeah. Damn. And, and you guys, was that? Was it every month or not? Really? Uh, every two months. Every two yeah, months. Yeah. It, Man. In, in the beginning, it was just making a zine, so it's whenever you can. Right. Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, the doc was really cool at the end too, where you were like so honest about, like, you know, at some point we just got too old and we're just not cool anymore. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I, but I mean, I felt that because I would look at the magazines trying to, trying to form a, just a, hopefully a non-biased opinion. I would yeah. just try to look at it and go, God, it's, 
feeling really old to me. Mm. That's what I thought. At too. what age was that? that oh, 40 something. Oh, you know? right. but I was just looking at it going, God, it just doesn't feel like it's resonating to a, if I were young, would I want to read this? Uh, right. And then, but then, you know, in the end, like if I were to, we should have just kept going with it. Who cares? You know, yeah. that was that was the better way to go. Uh, was who you cares? could have got younger end, contributors too. But in yeah. the end, yeah, that was something I wanted to do, but that didn't happen. But um, like in the end, like maybe the young people weren't going to buy the magazine anyway. Like, like why even cater, right. try to even cater to somebody? Why not just do what you kind of love and feel? You yeah. Know? That would have been the best. That's what you sh should be doing anyway. Right, right. So no. it's like, why even cater to somebody else? Why not just, because the whole thing was built on, things I was into. Mm. So it's like, all of a sudden I'm gonna change that? That was dumb, right? Mm. That's not, you don't, that's, you shouldn't do that. No, you're right. You should stick with your heart if, if you're really into what you're doing. That was very Asian of you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt a, uh, I still see a version of what Giant Robot is doing with a young age for community. Sure. Um, there's all these little cool clubs. There's like a, a group of uh, young people doing this Mahjong girls club thing where they're getting all that's these dope. hip young girls to have a Mahjong night once a month. Little, uh, Little Tokyo Table Tennis Club is another oh, that's awesome. group yeah. of really cool kid, cool Asian kids that are like fashion kids that come in and they're all playing table tennis, but also just um, having it like this congregating ground, like to share Fellowship. ideas. It's yeah. really cool. So I see versions of like kind of what Giant Robot was Absolutely. now. You know, uh, this is even younger than me now. Just, yeah, <laughs> no, it is, yeah, right? Yeah. But there's like all that stuff started at, you know, the, the, the rise of the YouTuber kids that was in that, was that like 2008 or something? Yep. That started happening. That and, was a scene too, yeah. But if you look at it, all the topics, I was like, oh, we wrote about this, we wrote about that. Like, I'll, I would look at all the topics and when we did this one, that one, we, you know, and then that's it, what just, I'm saying. it just cycled out. It just kind of repeated itself in different forms. It does, form, it know? does repeat itself. And yeah. that's the thing. I mean, that part gets a little kind of annoying too because it's like dude well, how many times are we going to talk about this thing and twitter is kind of like that it yeah. keeps doing but i mean we would write an article that's like two thousand words and then all of a sudden it's like oh this 35 word version of it is out you know that's like yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like the summary the just, notes right but that's and that's new and that, like, that's ah, twitter yeah that's twitter. That twitter is like yeah. they're trying to put the cliff notes yeah, of right. a conversation that's, and that's kind of what that stuff became like the content's always like that well, yeah. well what i mean what do you think like some of the things you would be talking about like now if you had the magazine you ever thought about that like things that you would actually uh maybe not not just the coverage of bands or whatnot yeah, but right, what right. would you like to talk about <clears throat> oh man there's occasionally like some really crazy thing pops up like i i quickly try to forget about it because i'm not going to do it yeah but yeah always something something usually pops up and i'm like oh this would be an amazing article like a deep dive mm. you know crazy article about something and Usually I, I let those ideas go away, but I think about it for a moment. I'm going to, yeah. I would do this, this, this. I would like go and you know research the founding of that. And I would come up with all these ideas of how I would attack it. Then maybe the next day I'd go, what was that again? Like yeah. I would literally forget <laughs> about it because I'm just not going to do it. So I would put all this effort for five minutes. I would go, okay, here's how I would do it. And yeah. I don't do that anymore. But I mean, that's why like I forget. Like quickly I'll just be like, no, nah, I'm dropping it. You get a moleskin. Yeah, and I don't, you're but I don't, obsessed. I don't, yeah, and I don't waste I just like this is gonna waste my brain space. I, right, I don't need to do right. that. But I do I come up with ways to attack articles and I'm like or I read an article, I'm like, oh, they did this all wrong. You know, like this <laughs> yeah. isn't how this isn't this isn't it. And then I'd be like, God, why am I reading this? It's garbage, right? No, like, I I'd see you guys covered like the, the guy who founded Sriracha early on. Oh, uh, dude, I went, an article there. That's, that's, you could easily write an article, but I think I was got to be one of the first to go to the factory. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. people weren't going to factories then. I was thinking, oh, machinery. That's like a robot, right? And this, uh, and this dude was creating, he created his own machinery 
to to make the hot sauces. Yeah. Mm. So like all the machinery in his place was all handmade by this guy. Oh what? And and he had a golf cart and he was like a baller, like riding around a golf cart at the at his factory. <laughs> yeah. And he gave me a ride and I was cruising around. This is before other people did it. And I just was like, can I yeah, go? Yeah, you guys definitely did it before. Like so many people, like oh, whether it's New York Times or Eater or whatever. Like you. Were, yeah. But that yeah. was an example. I was like thinking, oh, you know, like I could write an article about hot sauce, but. I could also go to the factory and get a tour if they'll give me one. Yeah, uh -huh. and and I was you know, the articles were always about the next level, like what how how further in can I get? Mm. Yeah, was sort of the idea. Like same with rice. Like it was like, well, we could write about rice, but how about if we go to a rice field where yeah. they're growing the rice that goes into the rice bags that you buy at the market? So we actually went to the rice place and watched them genetically inter like. They were like doing some genetic like engineering on rice when we were there. That's wild. Like there was a dude just like looking at one grain going, nope. <laughs> Yes, wow. you know, and like, wow. yeah, and they were they were working on that. I mean, to yeah. give an idea of some of the articles that Giant Robot was writing, there was a sex issue where it talked about the <laughs> top craziest whether Asian pornos, That's, porn, yeah. that, you know, interviews with porn, Asian porn stars. Oh, that, early Asia on, we, we got in trouble for that one. Asia Carrera, oh. yes, yes. Yeah. This was, you know, this was really Friends early CMD. stuff. You know, yeah. we've had porn stars on this pod, and you know, pe porn stars are on all pods everywhere. But this yeah. was like super, super early. You know, super taboo too. Yeah, that. and, and like, but there's different levels of porn, right? There's the Asia Carrera high end. Yeah, she would be like a vivid person. Yeah, but then. I was always like, well, let's interview the dirty one, you know, yeah. like, like 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 the dirty, dirty kind. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm doing that one. You guys had like a top, I'm gonna go, 10, I'm gonna go Mr. top 10 nastiest like Asian <laughs> pornos in the world. It yeah. was yeah. And also like you guys ranked the top instant instant noodles in the world too and different oh, that, that was a different issue though right yeah it was a different yeah. issue okay. but wait, I'm not wait, wait, what was number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you wanna know? Yeah, who's what was the first instance? Which one are you talking about? Yeah, porn or ramen? ramen? Both, I <laughs> nudes like or know. noodles? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> oh man, there was so many. Oh, dude, that was like there was like 40, 40 noodle brands at that time. I think that we, I can't remember what the best one. You have to look at the issue. Yeah, I was you know? looking. Yeah. At, I can't remember anymore. I was like falling in love with like so many of the Asian American women you covered, like in these magazines. Come on, dude. Oh, Just, from amazing. the contributors For to sure. like all these random girls, like ramen. A girl, whatever. Oh, in the, bathtub. The, the one who in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Just all these. <laughs> just like, imagine she just sent that random like woo! A, a photo yeah. of her naked in a bathtub with all ramen in the bathtub, wow. and it was like, oh wow. That's and there a was a whole interview you guys did with her yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> of course. You yeah, don't think you're gonna like, follow she's up? She's a champ, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah, funny. Let's, let's take some calls right now. Hit us up right now, um, Tony. Could you share the link to the documentary too? If you just type in giant robot and I think it's Doc, like just write documentary, documentary it'll show up. It says giant robot, Asian pop culture and beyond. Yeah. Um, and it's an hour long documentary. Trust me. It's fantastic. You guys check it out. We'll put it in the description of this podcast, a video link to um, it's by KCTPBS. Um, really well done. Shout out to my boy, Nick Cha, who is a Nick producer. Yep. And Nick Cha was actually my roommate. Uh, not roommate. Um, oh, okay. He lived in my apartment building roommate also a totally different thing <laughs> he lived in my apartment building um uh 15 years ago and we were right we were like uh neighbors for so hold long, on so. his name was nick cha nick cha kim nick yep. cha wow. yeah, come on yeah. a battle there's so many nick cha. <laughs> nick cha. but that was like one of those things where uh they you know it's i think he hit me up in an email i didn't really know him yeah and he just hit me up and says interested in a documentary about giant robot type it was like yeah. really short wow and uh, i was like yeah yeah. You know, yeah one of those things yes but i you know it was just one of those things that just kind of was an idea and it happened all yeah. really quickly 
That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, was also, I, cool. I was also at the Dirty Hands uh, premiere back in the day. I, you, oh, you we probably saw each other there, too. Oh, I was there. Yeah, for I sure. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For Cho? David Cho. Yeah, that must have been 10 years Crazy. now, too, right? Or something? More, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Is that the one where you the, really the blood it's in his the documentary. It was yeah, really good. I, fucking yeah. nice. It was really good. Cobra Snake was taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Um, Hit us up on the Discord. We got Eric Nakamura. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, okay. close enough. Eric Nakamura at uh, uh, from of Giant Robot. And if you all want to like, if you ever visit LA and you want to buy like a cool piece yeah. or little toys, collectibles, past issues of Giant Robot. Oh, we just dug them up. <laughs> oh, did I, uh, the old office is like a tomb. Yeah. You like like it's a garage. So you found them or what? Yeah. It, said, no, I had to get <laughs> it was, it was really bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh I I basically hired somebody to like I can't I was lifting boxes and I'm like mm. I can't I'm 10 boxes yeah. I was like killing myself. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I actually hired somebody and now it's all organized. I told I, I told you I need mm. issues 3 to 5. Three, those are the hard, those are the hardest 3 to I get. I know they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I Did you you that. have the rest? Yeah, I got every issue. Oh my god! Except those three. How did you do that? I, I got them off of eBay. Oh, you did not! Wow, <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh! Nice. I, you know, I get really obsessed with collecting stuff. Like when, wow. like you know, I I had a few, but like I didn't have early ones. Yeah, right, right. So I um after I saw the doc, I was like, oh, I gotta get them all, man. Whoa! So I bought that's a awesome. lot of a bunch. Wow. Yeah, I saw it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's these, amazing. These are the first two. And then, wait, let me let me see those first two. Where did you do? You bought this off of eBay. eBay. Is that him? Who's in the front of this? That's Chow Young Fat. Oh, Chow Young Fat. But you guys, Wait, you, you guys say interviewed him. You guys interviewed him early too. <laughs> yeah, that was really. You guys early. interviewed Chow Young Fat before yeah, Hardboiled or what? Oh, it was after Hardboiled. Oh shit! So but, he's but top was, of the world. But it was before like anything in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before corrupt. There's uh, interviews like a tribal tattoo artist. Oh, yeah. There's also Rick. ads here. Yeah. Punk rock ads. Uh, punk For rock some ads. reason, like hot Asian girls look better in black and white, like classic, <laughs> like that. I don't know why, like. I also like I watched those you, on yeah. the first uh, page of the first issue. There was <laughs> you guys reviewed a random Vietnamese kind of film documentary. <laughs> oh, and it was like there was like and I looked it up on YouTube and it was like there was a scene of this Vietnamese gangster getting jumped yep. into a gang. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is wild. Was it like Life of Dust? Yeah, Budo, Budo yeah, yeah. or something like that. Life of Dust or something. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Crazy. So this was four dollars. Yeah, well, it was two dollars originally. Okay. So wait, did you buy it? What did they say about how much was that? By the way. <laughs> It, it How much you pay for that one? It was not. It was. It was. It was more on expensive side. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You man. know, it's all good. Damn, they, these did, are so long. Did, I mean, I've not that crazy, but you know, it was did like. They, did they say it was an original print or something? No, 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 no. I was gonna say that's a reprint. I know. I could that's, tell. That's a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a bad reprint. Definitely. That's a Xerox. I could tell it's a reprint, which is kind of fucked up. They're doing that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, at least we darken it a little bit. We reprinted some, and then I think some people just made copies. Yeah, I get whatever. It. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to read it. It's not even just clay. I wanted to actually just read it and see what was in there. So, like, how many copies do you think? Three, four, five. How many? Physical copies you think exist? Oh, I don't know. Hundreds? How many did hundreds? you print? Like oh, per episode, per I don't remember. Thousands? Maybe wow. 2,000 of number three or something like that. Not very many. Gotcha. Um, ultimately, that, that had to get distributed, right? Yeah. And then uh, I, I might have a couple. I don't know. Not too I, many. I have the sex issue. That's, that's a It's very issue. horny. Oh, for sure. Well, wait, which, that one? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, are they all like that? I, I, this is my first time opening one of these. I didn't know there's like 88 pages. What's first so hard about it? What, what, yeah, like, what is I it? What did you read? It, and there's literally, yeah, yeah. what you like, skim through? Look at this. There's pictures of, it's like very pornographic. There's really? a, a picture of somebody named Rape Man and K and <laughs> Asian sexploitation from A to Z, mostly oh, Japanese awesome. and Chinese. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did a lot, they did porn reviews and stuff like that, but everything else too. There's like sumo culture, there's comic This is books. so cool. I, I wish I, I was part of like this time. This is so cool to see. Like, I you guys got to like... do it, you know, those kids with zines. Yeah, kids. <laughs> no, I mean, like, this is a cool. 
I collect a lot of uh like hard to do um like porn magazines from vintage. Korea, vintage porn magazines from like the early '90s and '80s because that stuff. It, the weird thing about Korea, like there's less of that stuff now. Like you can't find print um, of yeah, any yeah. of that That's, stuff. It's, it's definitely like, rare. Yeah, yeah, and and it's cool. I like it. Is like you get to see like all these Korean women during that time before plastic surgery. Yeah. So much of the percentage now, it's like right. there's a look, that yeah. aesthetic there's that everyone kind looks. of look. There's a face look. Yeah. So you see this kind of like, like the just the time before the explosion of like K-pop and the ideal kind yeah. of look. But some of that's like because of internet and access to things is it just made things like really difficult to find even back then that's true but yeah. then if you to find things sometimes you would just have to explore yourself and try to find it so for example uh if you're looking for a weird porno you would go to like one of those like japanese video stores yeah but those things are like really i mean they still exist so yeah there's, there's like japanese video stores that are in you know gardena yeah and you look at it and you're like there's no sign but then you look inside and they're all there DVDs. You then you walk in and you've got to kind of go, hey, you got any, you know, anything interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. And then they have an adult section and then you have to like scour and then you start asking them and then they might have something really. Well, because like, a lot gnarly, of people right? didn't digitize those For things. For sure. You know, there's some, there's some like really gross, nah, you gotta, gross things, right? You got to go to the front shops. You got to go to like the Korean rice cake bakery with <laughs> the sex shop in the back, bro. What? There's a few of those a joints. rice cake factory? Yo, it's called a duck and fuck chip. I'm telling you. <laughs> shut you. the no, no, fuck I'm up. telling wait, you. Wait, shut wait, the wait. fuck up. Wait, no. in K-Town? No, yeah. There's a, there's a no, spot. No, I don't know. If, Bro, you, if you put me on to that, I'll give you props. I'll put but you I, on. Yeah, if there's, a, if there's yeah. an old Korean man as a front That's for a porn it? shop and yeah. he's selling rice cakes yeah. in the front, <laughs> porn in the back, I, right. will, I will give you props. Yeah, but that's, all right. But that's stuff we would go look for. Like, we'd hear about it. We'd go, okay, we got to find this. And then that would be an article in general robot trying to find it but yeah. you'd have to find it yeah. if you didn't find it it's not really a good article yeah. you have to yeah. find it and then you know that's sort of like the ending would be you found it if you didn't find it it'd be like a small little yeah. tiny article it wouldn't even count well, well <laughs> yeah. you know but that would be like oh i'm gonna go on the search all day i'm gonna find this because like i know part of it was the the porn thing like you're trying to find the grossest porn in a porn shop type yeah, of thing yeah. so that would be like okay we got to go to these japanese video stores and then try to find get them to tell us what the dirtiest thing they got is yeah. Right. So then, yeah, you'd be asking for, you know, doo doo stuff and all this, just yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You just You're throw. You're mad specific. Do you have any rice cake porn? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but then you'd have to ask and try to see if you could, they, they would tell you. And then, you know, that'd be part of the article. Right. But yeah. You know, yeah. And then the funniest thing is getting the responses. Like, for example, later on, I befriended one of these video guys. Yeah. And he would tell me, like, everybody comes and asks for shit videos basically yeah you know and, and and i was like who and he would just say like you know who who, who what kind of person it would be and i'd be like oh man <laughs> like you know still like to this day yeah that those yeah those are the good like interview kind of questions but, right yeah. those are the questions i would ask and i'm like oh that's what it is yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm surprising it's always yeah. all the answers are always surprising it's like oh food influencers yo you learn. know where you can find obscure porn sorry i was just thinking this by myself <laughs> is our parent like our father's closets bro I'm sure they still oh, got that box. My dad, I think, was pretty basic porn guy. <laughs> Bro. Because I remember, I, mean, I told you this, like when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, yeah. I found a videotape, the VHS, <laughs> and it said like Cinderella number three or some shit. Yeah. I popped it in, it was Ron Jeremy. Whoa, it was, and I was no. like, okay, that's kind of basic. Right, like, right. I mean, he's still uh, fucking and shit. Yeah. I, it freaked me out because I hadn't really watched porn like that at yeah. the time. But it was just Ron Jeremy. And I, I don't know why this was my reaction. I. I Took it out and then I, I oh yeah you I, I took oh out the, thing, I, the, the little the power of the Holy Spirit the tape in there. Nah, I think it was it was just it just became weird. Yeah, it was yeah. a weird oh, moment. Yeah, it was what a weird moment. Fuck? I don't know. It was, I panicked. I remember I, I panicked. Uh, <laughs> I, an ex girlfriend, um, 
her mother was cleaning out the garage mm -hmm. and found a box of Super 8 porn. That's oh, wow. uh, Let's go! Yeah. Super 8 porn. And one, one was a donkey one. Right? Yeah. Like, wow. Like the donkey. Yeah. But all on Super 8. Super yeah. 8. And she was throwing them away on the curb. And I looked at her and I go, you know what? I'm taking these. Wow. Yeah. And, she, and she goes, oh. And then she looked at me and goes, well, this is why my marriage didn't work. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah he wow. had, yeah, I still have those. That's amazing. Like, it's like yeah. weird, right? Like the, the Super 8 version of it. So you can kind of like look at the- For sure. You know? that, that's a fire collectible. It is. I, 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 I still have those. Do you have a Super absolutely. 8 player? Do you have a Beta 8 player though? No, it's not Beta 8. It's it's the real, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the actual projector. Yeah, 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 projector. You need okay, a projector. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's let's crazy. take some calls, Tony. Who we got? We got Disco Skater. All right, Disco Skater. Put Disco Skater through. Hello, you're on the air, Disco Skater. How you doing? Hi. Hey. Yo. You got it. Yep, we hear yeah. you. Yeah, we can we hear, hear you. you. I thought it was you talking. Check out these the articles in here. These are the first two. Did you feel like you had to like represent make sure to represent like all the asians or like certain we, we always wanted to do that but it was hard you know like uh martin was just chinese american i'm japanese american right so we try to at least balance that but i mean there wasn't a you know david chose korean he would i don't help see outright. anything korean in this this <laughs> it was hard one. to do yeah sometimes but you now couldn't. it would probably sometimes be. yeah we try but you know then what you got it yeah. oh we don't got enough vietnamese I mean, stuff in here no <laughs> cambodian stuff yeah. in this yeah, one yeah, right? they it's, brought in you know margaret cho no, and david cho those are some pretty big hitters yeah. you know we had mr nakamura you are giant robot i gotta ask you something what's your favorite asian my favorite Asian. <laughs> my God. That's so fuck? funny. I thought about asking that too. But I was like, my favorite Asian. No, in my head, I was like, I wonder yeah. who's favorite Like, I, you know, like way favorite back. and least favorite. I, I, I wanted to interview like something like Kim Jong-un. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like for Giant Robot. That's what I kind of wanted to do. Or his father actually, yeah. right? I think his father might've been still alive. I yeah. wanted to be able to do something like that, which I thought would be like really before internet yeah. and before Dennis Rodman or whatever it is. Right, I, right. I thought that, you know, this is before Vice. I was like thinking, oh, I want to go and do that and go to some place that, you know, or go to the jungle and interview Pol Pot, you yeah. know, like, like somebody that's just awful, an awful yeah. person that killed all these people and try to really think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they weren't my favorites, but that was something I wanted to do. Like right. uh, on the top of my list was try to interview like a major terrorist or right, you know, right, like right, right, right. go and interview Bin Laden when, like, you know, like, like Vice type shit before Vice type. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was yeah. interested in those kind of things, like yeah. to be able to interview, you know, like wh whoever, like the worst person in the world kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be kind of, you know, like I wouldn't like them but it'd be like yeah i want to interview the worst people in the right, world get, right yeah that just, was my like a goal you know yeah oh i was gonna ask you too um did you ever think about going into video content after you guys did your magazine it was yeah it was really hard you know like you real you think it'd be easy like yeah. it's like i go and go on an interview and it's like i interview somebody major a gong Lee or something right and i'd interview them and i'd think oh i'll just i'll just pull out my video camera and just like but then no, it's like, oh, no, no, now I need makeup. I need this. I need a camera crew, you know, like all the uh, lighting. And I'd be like, I can't just pull out my little, you know, drop cam or whatever uh, it is. Like, no, nah, it was, I always thought it would be easy. And in the end, no, nah, it would, was very yeah, complicated. It is. I mean, it's you would a lot need of work. a whole, you would need a real crew for that. It's a lot of, I, mean, I, always, I, I always thought I could just do it myself. Like while I'm doing an interview, I'm just going to set up a little yeah. camera here. Never. It's no. also a lot of post work. That's yeah, the problem. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. This type of setup too. Like, look at this shit. It just it's, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's just like my living room, but. We got fucking huge lights here, bunch of tripods it's, and mic stands. That's a whole and, different thing, right? Like you have to take that as serious as you would writing. I always thought 
I kind of underestimated it. I would always be like, no, you could just kind of do it real easy. Mm. And it's like, no, you got to take that more serious than yeah. the writing. You know, it's just, it's it's a whole nother thing. Mm. But I would love to have done it. That would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think printed media is dead or dying? No, I think it's coming coming back a little bit. Okay. I, I think just like vinyl records and all that stuff, there's mm. a... The collectability. Yeah, but I also think there's people that want something tangible. Tangible. To, to read. And For sure. I mean, if it was a dope magazine out there, you'd probably... I mean, if you're of age, you'd probably buy it. You know, if you thought you know, it would be really cool and I'd want this and you might buy it and it's not, how much is it going to be? Like $15 or something. It won't be that expensive. And one thing I love too. I think be, you know, if it's good, it's good, right? I yeah. also love the older issues with no color pages. Uh -huh. There's something yeah. nice about that That's what too. I'm saying. You know? yeah. 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 The first wild is something no color pages. about it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Disco, could you Disco. say something? Um, so there was this study done by this woman named Jennifer Bosson who found that it's actually true. You actually create better bonds with people when you hate something rather than like <laughs> oh, something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I know that. It's in our That's the foundation of me and Dumb's friendship pretty much. I mean, you've, you've heard this podcast. That's yeah. what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just thought it was very interesting because she was on a podcast called Endless Thread. It's mm. like, have you guys heard of that podcast where they talk about memes and where they come from? Mm -mm. No, but she was, she was saying that um, when two people hate the same thing, their self-esteem boosts. And oh, like, wow. they, they uh, create better bonds with people because you're actually... Um, telling someone something negative that it's those attitudes are kind of alluring because it establishes those bonds. Whereas if you told something like, Oh yeah, I really like that too. Like those are normative. Right. Yeah. So you're just saying we're fit. We're uh, forming an insecure community. <laughs> yeah. so we have problems. Yeah. yeah. I could see it being more intimate to talk about something that's like negative. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I find a lot of common ground to go deeper. Like when this friend and I, we hate something. It's not our bond is not just because of the hate. It's like the reasoning why we hate it. You know what I mean? Like the 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 kind of like reason behind why we dislike something. It's like I get excited. I'm like, why, 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 yeah. why? <laughs> why yeah. But it might strike something deep within, right? That that's like, like well, here's why I hate it, and it's yeah. deep, some deep thing, and then it's like it could be better. This is, you know, this is what it could be. Oh. Like, there's a lot of different uh, angles to it. Yeah, but there might be a situation where we'll never be satisfied. Too, it's like imagine all our favorite things go like so mainstream to a point. Like, would you be happy with it? It's like when you're young, you want to keep these things like in this little small community. You don't want your precious, yeah, to be exposed yeah. to the masses, kind for of. For sure, mm. it goes even deeper. Sometimes we're bonding because we act like we hate it but we secretly love it <laughs> oh, well. i don't know i don't but, know if that's the case for some of these things but an yeah. another comment i wanted to make though about like tangible magazines yeah. is that um i recently bought a magazine from dog days which is all about roller skating and mm. they're based out of i think germany or the uk somewhere but I bought the magazine because, like, it was cool. Like, I wanted to have it, like, on my coffee table. Yeah. And, like, it's a, definitely a conversation starter to have something like that when people come over and they're like, oh, what's this about? Or, mm. like, the flip through it. And, like, you could talk to people about it. And, um, I, I mean, like, I 
kind of grew up on magazines. I was that kid that would like kind of look through them but never bought any of them because I was like too little to actually buy my own magazine. My mom would probably be like, why do you want this lowrider magazine? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Lowrider well, magazines like, were cool too. Yeah, come on. Too, there's yeah. Teen Angel, you know. Teen Angel's yeah, also. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of like dope magazines. I mean, yeah, I feel you about the conversation started. It's always the conversation started when I have tentacle porn just laying around the coffee table. Yeah. It's just, no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Fucking Danny, dude. Hate yeah. people, hate yeah. people. Hate people, hate people. Yeah. Uh, thanks shirt. for calling, though, Disco. That was good. Thank you for doing that scientific that. research yeah. <laughs> on behalf for, uh, for us. Thank you. <laughs> Breaking yeah. down our insecurity and scientific. Yeah. And now we know why. Yeah, now yeah, we know why. Why? That was very therapeutic. All right, let's talk to what do you got? Mexican Hanu, what's up? The freaking caller right here. What's good, bro? What's Hi. on your mind? I just wanted to ask Eric. Um, I feel like there's a lack of Asian American representation in video games. Um, do you think that's just um like just a coincidence or what you think? You mean in, in terms of creators or characters? Characters. Characters. You think so? Really? Well, sh well, shut up, bro. Well, I'm How not a gamer know? like that. Yeah, but... yeah. Like, who's an Asian American character? Well, Sleeping Dogs was like the GTA version of a. They got, you know? That's a Yakuza joint, right? Yeah. And then they and got, then we like, got Yakuza, Final as well. Fantasy, and all that shit. Like, but those are all like Asian, like from Asia. Oh, like, Asian American. Yeah. Like you're American. saying, like, yeah. like oh, from okay. here. Asian American. I, even I confused those. Yeah, right. I like, so, yeah, right. That's an example, like where I want to just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, Call of Duty might have an Asian American. There is. There's a guy named Huarang Kim. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. He was a degenerate gambler who uh, went to ROK. So you really feel like there isn't enough Asian American representation. But how do you even or like do least, that? Like, like, how do you even know if someone is Asian American in a video game? Is it like you click oh, them and bios. then there's a bio yeah, that's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Justin what? Lee is Asian American <laughs> and yeah. he's happy to represent. See, but like Ryu is Asian, right? So someone wrote Ryu is the biggest character ever. But I mean... That's not Asian American. No. That's an yeah. Asian yeah. from Asia, right? So that's right. a little different, right? Well, Pac-Man's Asian, right? Pac-Man. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Give us wait, Mexican. Why do you say that though? That's really. Funny. Oh, I was Asians just like great. curious because, like, especially like I think there's one side character I could think of. Like, there's a character named Ada Wong, you know, mm. in Resident Evil. But I was thinking about it and like just realizing that there's really not that many. Asian American representation. Yeah. Huh. You know what it is, man? It's like graphically, it's hard to design Asian American characters. You can make Asian characters, you know what I mean? With like the with with like the stereotypical look, but how do you differentiate Asian American? It's, it's gotta it's, have the American flag. It's the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the voice actor at that point. It's you like, know oh, there's I mean? this Vietnamese fighter with a mega hat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, no, it's just like I don't know. Like, I don't know if you want to like, I guess you got to dig into their bios and shit. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know how sure. much yeah. people want to go into the backstories yeah, yeah. of these characters. Like Yo, a, this, my boy's crouching. It's not a kimchi squad. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's an actual That's crouch. Funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I would argue that there are a lot that are emerging and coming out more and more. There's full on Asian, you know, games. Yeah. And there I am. Yeah, they're making more. They're even making more black characters, more Latino characters, like everything, you know. So I think I think it's something that's gonna slowly start, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tony. Yeah, but thanks. That's an interesting. Yeah, yeah throw my voice in the game. game I could creators. see Simu Lu, Lu turning into like a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah you for know, sure. Him being in something. Yeah, I'm sure they have already him doing the voice for the Shang Chi character at least or something. Yeah. Shit, right? yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for calling Mexican Hanu. Let's get another person on the air. 
That's awesome. Illegal? Yo, I love this Illegal. episode. This is dope. Yeah, what's up? Yep. What's up? You're on air, bro. Hi. How you doing? Good, good. Um, I, I wanted to do a minority report. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I, was, I always This is a game where we just uh, guess the, uh, the ethnic background of the caller just by their wow. voice. Okay, wow, three, but just by the voice? Yeah. yeah. Three okay. prerequisite uh, questions, though. Where are you calling from? I'm from Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. Okay, and the uh, sentence is going to be, I'm looking for the issues three, four, five of Giant Robot. I'm looking for the issues of three, four, and five of Giant Robot. Okay. Wow. Based off of that phrase, yeah. what do you think the ethnic background of this caller is? Do, do I guess hey, first? We all guess. We all yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 we all take a first. guess. Vietnamese. Right. Vietnamese. That That's so funny. Too. The tempo of your word speed is like very Southeast Asian. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do have a yeah. Vietnamese. Like, like he's skipping on, he's skipping on yeah, a lake. Yeah. Just like uh... he's on a hard DDR level right okay, now. Okay, how about you, Steph? Um, Rochester, huh? Mm. I guess Chinese. I, I, I'm feeling Chinese, but there's a Korean thing too. Mm. But I, I'm going to say Chinese. I'm going to stick with I'm Chinese. I'm going to go Taiwanese. Okay. What are you, boss? I am Lao. Wow. Wow. wow! I'm the closest. Yeah, yeah. I'm the closest. Yeah, I'm the closest. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And you know that's no slight. It's just you guys do talk a little bit faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. There right, you right, go. Right. That's funny. What's, What's up, up buddy? buddy? That's awesome. <laughs> um. Well, question for um Eric, but um uh, just in general. Um. So, uh, just recently, I just did like a uh, like an Asian inspired DJ set because I'm you know I, I DJ and whatnot, and so um. Uh, I want to ask, um, how do you go about curating content and balancing between like, you know, Asian and Asian American content for the magazine? Because I, I had, you know, difficulty doing that myself when I was preparing my set. So I just want to uh, mm. see what your thoughts were. Gladly, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. No, I know I don't make yeah. the magazine stopped a while ago. But uh, for me, I think it's partially I don't have to worry about that stuff. But back in the day when I did. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where you go, God, there's just too much Japanese shit in here. And then we, we would just like go, okay, yeah. we better start thinking about other things right. just because you don't want to skew too far. But we, God, man, we would cover anything. It just has to be good, whatever it is. And it's kind of the key thing. Yeah. It just has to be good. Could I so, ask you, when you were actually reaching yeah. out to the Maggie Chung's, the um, uh, Chow Young Fat, yeah. how did that happen? Like you would just hit up their management or like- Yeah, but then I think- once you did one really well, yeah. like you covered one well, they, they were come. like, they're like in America, there's one magazine that'll put us on the cover. So, you know, so no like, one was doing that with those stars in Hong Kong no, or no, nothing like that. Really? They no, not, put, not in America. No, you'd be on like page nine of the LA Times. I guess we don't Times, think about you know? that because these are yeah. like legends now. Yeah. That we think, like even, you know, in American no. cinema, there's a lot of respect for Hong Kong cinema, all that, you know, with the Wong Kar Wai and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then, but like that time they weren't even thinking about that wait huh? so these glossy magazines that was what, they weren't they were covering who were featured on that uh import car models ah, maybe sometimes I see what you mean. right sometimes yeah, and, or uh, or an actor russell wong would have been on the cover of some right. of these right 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 okay so it's a joy luck like club yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of vibe right i see yeah tamlin tomato was on the cover like they, so some of them made the covers of these interesting I mean, yeah. yo, back wait, to your question. So wait, yeah. wait also we heard the one sentence or no that further sentence did you still think he's Chinese after hearing that? Like what he just asked? Because I can't. I, that's I can't. definitely not Chinese. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't hear that yeah. at all from the English phrases? Well, said. now that he said even more, I'm like definitely not Chinese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you didn't catch that? Nah. Okay. I don't know. 
No, definitely okay. Southeast Asian. We, yeah. We, no, but okay. we also take into consideration of like sort demographic, of demographic region. Yeah. You know, like Rick had a really high percentage. Had a good point run of for guessing. a little bit. Oh, really? It was insane. Oh, we were awesome. like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And then he started fucking up a lot. I mean, oh, yo, ba back to your question though. Sorry. It's like same with like track listing. You know, when we're done with the mixtape album, it it just has to flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to. It, exactly. it has to be widespread. Like for us too, we have multiple genres of rap. We'll do like trap. We'll do boom bap. We'll do more poetic stuff, bright stuff, dark stuff, but you have to make sure that you don't just mass it all in one part and you kind of spread it out. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, same thing. It's but tough. Yeah, it's at, also at, your interest. If you're interested in more day. shit in Asia, then cover Asia shit. You know, yeah. or if, if you're interested in Asian American shit, it's not all the same, like you said. So yeah, exactly. Just where yeah. your interest lies, really, and then ultimately in the end, it's it's the editor or the you know founder of the thing that's gonna push what but they want to share also, but it's curating too right it so is. Yeah. Yeah. just like you said people. your yeah. track listing thing's a good analogy it's yeah. just figuring out what even the order of the articles yeah you know what are you going to put up front what's going to go in the back half and how's that going to all balance and, yeah but um, you're interested in cadence you know there's like sure. actually a reading cadence there's a rhythm yeah but the thing about like things like when you love doing something like this pod or um you know like the type of guests that i have on this is like the type of interest that lies or even my collectibles like sure. i don't do collect shit because it's worth money i collect shit yeah because you like, I like it like i bought those two things for more than i should have probably paid <laughs> wow. but yeah. i wanted to have it i wanted to yeah. see what the contents of his work like there's so, value to it to yeah you. it's for me for you you know what i'm saying exactly. it's i didn't get it for a resale yeah like mm -hmm. there's so much of a resale culture that yeah. exists now that hardcore I right like yeah that, that's so much i collect shit for yeah. me bro yeah you know none of my shit is worth anything it's, it's for me <laughs> no it's beautiful yeah um yeah thanks for calling bro thank Let's, you bro appreciate you thank you what else we thank got d fears what's up share them also, happy Thanksgiving to everybody this yeah. uh, this week. That um, this uh, I'm not going to be able to say that because it's, it's yeah. going to come out before. But uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving everybody. guys, yeah. for sure. Hope happy you guys have a lot of. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in this year. The amazing guests we've had. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, man, this is a. It's been a great year. Not going to lie. It's been a great year. It's been a great year. D Fears, how you doing? Yo, what's up, man? What's Share up? them all. Uh, yo, so. I know you say this a lot, but you're the mayor of K-Town. My homie is in K-Town, and he was wondering, what does he have to do for you to step down in office? Mm. Oh. I've already stepped down, bro. Did you? They just had the recent election of Los Angeles, and that's when I <laughs> gave up my post. Yeah, but um, you touched up your chest. <laughs> nah, I don't. I do. First of all, I am not a self-proclaimed mayor of K-Town. People just say mayor of k-town like right, i don't right. care for the title of mayor of k-town what's First worse of all, i hate that shit because it comes with duties right. <laughs> <laughs> like i have to recommend places right, 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 i don't right. want that shit i don't want to do that yeah right. i'm not fucking yelp you know what yeah. i mean like um i'm stepped down if he wants the title it's his you know <laughs> he's not k-town right. mayor he's hometown well, hero hilarious. get it right so, oh, funniest, okay okay the funniest thing was hold on for a sec uh I get called the mayor of Sawtell, Japantown. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had that for you a long time. You should be the mayor of that. You are, bro. I've, I've had that for a long time. Yeah. And uh, people have said, said that. And I, same thing. It's like, I don't want to recommend which sushi place or which right. bo boba spot is the one to go to. But uh, I get called that all the I time. I mean, you've been you've been there for a minute, right? Sawtell, yeah. that location. But there's people who've been there their whole lives. That's true. I mean, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just because yeah. I have a shop and I'm around, but... I get called that too. So <laughs> you know what's interesting so, about so uh, I'll be the you know. How about the yeah. one here? We, we could run this town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about yeah. little? Do, was there like a competition, a friendly competition with the other little Tokyo, like the one uh, near the arts no, district? No, that thing is a beast. 
It's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, its that, that's, yeah, that's its own thing, and it's a beast. It's Have amazing. Have you ever thought about having a shop over there? Oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, really? It's, it's, yeah, I'm surprised it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I go there, and I'm like, holy smokes. This yeah. is like the Sawtell Japantown on steroids. It's been a thing wow. on the weekends, yeah. too, where like, is a big anime fans dress up as characters, and they'll go yeah. there just to it hang is and wild. shit. It's like crazy. Yeah. That's the glossy yeah. magazine section. Sawtell's the real shit. Yeah. It's a place where they you know japanese americans still live there right yeah i don't know about little tokyo there's some living there but no yeah. sotel's great though i love yeah. the food it's just and everything there mm. yeah so my guy your friend is visiting Sorry. the town and he wants to become the mayor of k-town describe this to no, me what's going on no, oh. no 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 we we uh we live in k-town oh yeah. you live in k-town you sound yeah. super k-town <laughs> yeah no man you korean <laughs> no i'm not actually what how, yeah. does he, how does he sound K-Town to you? That you sounds sound not like sound K-Town at all. K -Town at all. No. no. I was going to say, what do you what do you guys think that I am? His he sounds kind of half. A, Hispanic. He sounds like yeah. a half. I was going to say Latino. Yeah. I, I was thinking a Hapa situation, no? Mm, no. Hapa? Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely half. Wow. Definitely. You're good with the half. Uh, your half dog is good. Wait, that's insane My half to guess. Yeah, your half dog is good, dude. <laughs> Wait, what is the half? So what are the two halves, you think? I think, um, it's, I think white. Really? White and black. Some, no white no, and something else. No, is there any Asian What do you think? There? What is it? Uh, you're right. It's uh, black and white. Whoa! Oh. Sometimes Yo. situations are black and white. <laughs> Sometimes situations are black and white. It, know, it is one of those situations. Like a zine, that? you know That's crazy. That's a crazy thing. Yo, you know what's crazy about Sawtell, that area? There is a bar, the name of a bar there. It's the same name of a bar I go to in K-Town. Called Cafe Blue. Oh, I saw oh, that. It's right next door. It's right next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. And I go to a Cafe Blue in Cape wow. Town. That's crazy. That's Wait, so is it spelled B L U E? It is. Oh, this one's B L E U. Yeah. No, no, it's B L E U. Oh, it is. It yeah, is. Here too? it is. Wow. Because sometimes I've, I've told my friend, like, hey, let's meet at Cafe Blue. And they've driven all the way there. And oh, like, no. Oh, shit. My bad. Yeah, I got to tell them the K Town one. Wow. That's so funny. I just yeah. went to a church on Sunday uh, right on Sartell, yeah, too. Yeah. I That's crazy. Thanks for calling. Let's take one more call and we'll call it a day. One more call call today. We got Murphy. You know, the Sawtell Little Tokyo feels a little more bougie. Does it? It feels more expensive and it's like. Not, it's, it's yeah, not. it does. It it's has like a, It's smaller, though, yeah. in, in space. Maybe that's why. Like, Maybe. they have no choice. They could hike up prices because it is actually limited in space. Oh, right. Whereas Little Tokyo is way bigger. Mm. Yeah. And it seems like it can almost even keep going a little bit further. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Sawtell's yeah. kind of stuck where it's at. There's yeah, not much space else to go right now yeah maybe mm. there's that reason you know mm. like you gotta open up there bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. expand let's get one more call we got Murboy. what's up Murboy? what's up what's up bud what's up i want to start off by saying happy early thanksgiving i'm very thankful Aww. for this pod oh, thank you wow. appreciate it happy thanksgiving glad to have steph back she's definitely a missing key ingredient Aww, yeah people were worried that she was gonna like we, we booted her off and, hell like, she no wasn't gonna return and it was wreck who would be like the replacement yeah wreck is, is that... always extended family wreck is you know, yeah you're 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 the regular co-host here come on you need now. a girl you need yeah, a girl yeah it gets a little you that, know that was same you. With the, the magazine same kind of thing i always thought oh we needed a female that was like on staff but yeah. we didn't really have that so we had writers we always kind of you know Contribute, really have that yeah we had you know the designer was uh that that changed everything too right, right? having a female designer but that changes the kind of the look so all of a sudden you're like well although she's not writing that the visuals kind of turned a, a very different yeah you guys were mentioning that yeah. she was awesome that. i she really was, liked she is yeah, awesome like, no, yeah. she's amazing but yeah that's why it's equally important for you to be here yeah for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh let's what's up young balance Oh, I wanted to ask Eric, uh, I haven't watched the documentary, so I don't know if he addressed this, but I wanted to know what he thought since he was covering 
you know, Asian culture way back. And now to see it blow up from like ramen, you know, Takashi Murakami, Bathing Ape, anime. I want to know his perspective on that, seeing that before his eyes. Oh, I was there for all all of that stuff the you Genesis, mentioned. Yeah. yeah, I was there for that. Like I met Murakami in 2000 maybe or 2001, I think. Wow. So I met him then and we still keep in touch to this day because he was mm -hmm. in, in the documentary. Uh, but yeah, I got to witness all of those things and cover them. Uh, I didn't write about Bathing Ape, but I wrote a, I wrote about um, Hiroshi Fujiwara, who's sort of like yep. Godfather, kind of like yeah, the, yep. actually the senpai of Bathing yep. Ape, right? Uh, so no, it's just amazing to see and that rise. Though we were actually there to write about all these things, and yep. I got to witness it. Now it's, some of it was a phenomenon. Like I didn't understand it, so I would actually pursue it for articles like so i did cover bobby hundreds jeff staple like yeah all these asian americans who are doing rad things mm. um michelle yo super early and oh, all that yeah. yeah but i think that was part of his being able to watch it all and see it but then i think after our magazine finished it went up multiple levels further yeah and that's kind of neat to see i mean including uh media or asian american media which to me is all splintered all over the place but includes something like a podcast like this mm, for, for sure. uh Bobby Lee's podcast, you yep. know, David chose, well, not anymore, I guess he's not doing it. Yeah. And David but, but was kind of early on that too. Yeah. yeah but I mean, th but it all, but I think it all splinters off into all these different viewpoints, but they're all really strong. You know, mm. that's, that's kind of the cool thing to see. Yeah. And uh, it's, I feel like, like, again, it's just starting. That's what I keep thinking or saying yeah. is that we're just still at, mm. at a Genesis, right? It, there's a lot more to go. But I thought, I think I was, it was like really important for me to share the documentary and giant robot and the story to let people know, like, this didn't start at like crazy rich Asians, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? No, yeah, man. but I want to tell mm. people, because there's a lot of people who don't know that, you know, they don't know a lot of yeah. the older history of yeah. Asian American mm -hmm. publication, media, for sure, representation, all that. And to me, giant robot is one of like those yeah. super early in started in Southern California. Even when I was damn near, when I met you, I was way younger, you know? So I was seeing you at Zine Fest and your store and yeah, right. I was collecting things and buying shit at your store, you know? So I mean, I'm just so inspired this. just the, the feeling I get, just do it. You know what I mean? Like that's, whatever you do, just do it. Cause I'm looking, totally it. I'm looking at the wikis and I'm seeing just like the accolades of somebody. A lot of the things I see, I'm like, oh, that was not that big. You know, it wasn't a small thing. It wasn't that big of a feat. But just on text, after a while, when it's accumulated, you're like, this is what it is. This is what becoming something is. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's like very an Asian American thing, too, because maybe, well, I mean, there's there's other groups that have things a lot more difficult. But right. uh, Asian Americans, smaller group. Right. So there's some less opportunities here and there. And uh, sometimes you just got to do it yourself on, on those things. Like, yeah, I would see. Uh, yeah, like that's how like an Asian American film festival even started. They're just like, well, shit, we can't get our films into any of these others. We're going to create our own, right? Mm -hmm. So everything's always like, oh, or that thing sucks. We're going right. to create our own. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how a lot of Asian American things, I know, I mean, probably other groups too, how they all start. Mm -hmm. It all starts from you being pissed off, you know, <laughs> and, and hate and, yep. and angry. And then you're just like, I'm going to start my own. Fuck yeah. it. Fuck you that, all. I'm starting why, my own. That's you know? why it's interesting, you know, like these Asian uh, country, country, small countries have created such a huge pop cultural imprint globally. <laughs> For sure. Uh, you know, definitely. Japan, South Korea, yeah. even Hong Kong alone, because it's not, it's its, it's, it's a lone yeah. city. Like, yeah. that yeah. created a whole cinema style, Dude, you know? Used, did you know there was a time when Hong Kong cinema, I think in the world, they were, they were making, they were the second biggest makers of movies that's crazy. crazy india wow. was number one right they yeah. were just turning them out hong kong Bollywood. was number two wow. that's and, and america was actually further down the list 
that's you know, insane. so like there, there's more movies coming out of this small island than that's America. So wild, right? And that's when I was, and then I think Daniel Wu once said, I think he did he make like eight movies in a year or something like some, some crazy amount. I'm like, he starred in that many, not just a player on the side, but on the box cover. That's insane, you know, something like that. So, hey. I'm, you know, just hey, a, Eric, yeah. Well, I wanted to ask Eric, did you ever get to feature? Um, because I'm, I'm familiar with your magazine and, and I'm a little bit younger, so I apologize. But did you ever get to feature Korean artist um, Jim Lee in your book? Because he's such ah, an icon. Jim Lee's amazing. Um, I didn't, but we've worked with Jim Lee in an art gallery, yep. like in my art gallery setting, because I currently have an art gallery. So I've worked with Jim Lee a bunch. And I, he's like the Michael Jordan of, yeah, of, course. of comic book mm-hmm. artists, right? Like there's a there was a rise of all these Asian American comic book artists mm-hmm. out there, right? There's, there's Jay Lee, right? There's like all these names yep. are, there's a whole bunch. And then, uh, yeah, but Jim Lee ultimately is like the one, how come he's like a head, heads next, whatever you want to call it. He's just above everybody else to yeah. this day. He's still yeah. like the Michael now Jordan like of it all. he's like the head dude at DC. Mm. You Let's know? go. Like, yeah. Crazy. Well, I think in a, I think we did, I did an interview him once, come to think of it. Uh, it was shorter, but I think the question was Marvel or DC. And he says DC by just a little bit. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, he said that. When was this? Uh, it was a while ago, but it, there was something in Giant Robot. It wasn't much, but yeah, it was short. Yeah, yeah, but I remember yeah. I got to ask him that, but that he said that and I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. you know? We've had Jim Lee yeah. on this podcast. Oh, he's, right. he's, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that, yeah, Jim's the homie. He's talking about has like 10 kids or something. So it's the streets wild. are saying, dude. <laughs> that dude has a lot of kids. I remember oh, really? that. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Dude. I love him. Guy. Jim's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, his influence is more massive than you could even imagine. Yeah, for, oh, 100%. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I mean, the whole look he, and feel, you know? Everything. He put X-Men on the map, redesigned them, and that's also the number one best-selling comic wow. of all time. Yeah. So, Damn, Merboy. And he still says he DC he, by a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say crazy. Marvel took its first L right now, movie wise. Yeah, but I Black mean, Adam, Black the but Jim, Jim can't be out here talking about like he likes Marvel better than DC right now. You know, <laughs> but those Marvel, the, the the work he did at Marvel is so good. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. those those drawings are so good. It's iconic. All right. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, Merboy. Thanks yeah, for course. calling. Man. I don't know if you saw that Jim Lee episode. You go go back and watch it. It's fire. Yeah. So good. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Have a great one, guys. Bye. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Thank you. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Eric Nakamura of Giant Robot. Yes, Thank sir. you so much for everything you've done as a mm-hmm. fan. We are, you know, we're fans of everything you've done, but culturally the impact you've made, man. Um, Vice uh, versa, though. Uh, so thank cool. You, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's we're just all part of the same kind of lineage and history of like yeah. creators and and haters hate creators and haters <laughs> creators creators yeah oh we just make God. a new crew the creators but then we're just Korean doing that Korean. imagination thing where we're just fusing things together no we're not we are the creators imagine <laughs> live on imagination live on imagination the creators uh, but Eric oh, Nakamura, pl- uh, please go check out the episode um uh it's a documentary a full yeah. documentary yep. on YouTube giant robot documentary that's so all you got to put in and just go and share it with friends or whatnot i yeah. just want more eyes on it and put that like, can i say IG. something really cool about it that maybe it would make people also watch it is um they did this radical thing which is skateboarding in a oh. concentration camp <laughs> that isn't that fucking well, crazy that, yeah, yeah um internment camp <laughs> i'm for sorry Japanese. Uh, internment yeah. camp yeah, yeah. um you gotta go <laughs> just even seeing that was like a lot to me i was like whoa yeah, there wasn't a historical landmark at that time yeah so you you, you couldn't do that today no so shut the I fuck up jalapeno fun. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but just check it Anyways. out there was a lot of um a lot of history yeah. in these books now because it was a while ago i mean this yeah. is we're talking 20 plus years now yeah. You know? yeah so there's a lot of history in it um 
there's a lot of cool perspectives. Like I love '90s aesthetic too, so Come I just on, love Jay. '90s. Oh, God, shit. It's so weird. It's back. Is that why they made it? Yo, baggies yeah. coming back. Baggies coming back. '90s like, like Junko though. jeans. Yeah, is that coming yeah. back? I've always oh been God. in the fashion, all, all like '90s stuff. I'm gonna love this '90s research. Oh my baby. God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out, check it Hell out. Oh yeah! Giant robot documentary on YouTube. We've linked it here. Um, Eric, it's always a pleasure, brother. Yeah. All right. Thank Tune you. in next week for another <laughs> episode of you. Fun with Dumb. Yay! Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yay! Say Happy Thanksgiving, Asian accent. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's the Japanese one, yeah, right? Yeah. I, that's the one I know. <laughs> <laughs>